Hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you this morning? Great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking the time so we can hopefully get some justice for your son. Yes, thank you. It's obviously long overdue. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to introduce you quickly. Um, today, guys, I have a mother by the name of Lisa Sawyer. Her son, Ty Sawyer, was killed five years ago at a house party in Middletown, Delaware. Am I saying it right? Middletown? Yes. Okay. Middletown, Delaware. It was a house party. Um, I think we're all familiar with them. Either our kids go to them or, you know, of course, we went to them in high school. Um, And her son went to a party on the night of April 25th, 2015. Mm -hmm. And he was... And he died at that party on te- technically April 26th because it was after midnight. Correct, Lisa? Correct. Okay. Yes. That's right. Even though I feel like I've read everything I could and we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I just feel like to triple check. So he went to this party on April 25th, 2015. And he died April 26th at that party at around 2 a.m. What time did they call his time of death, Lisa? Um, I believe I actually... Can't it's even okay. think. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> but it was a, it was a little after two a.m. That's what I thought. Okay, so we're just gonna do, talk about right now um, her son Ty Sawyer, who, as we said, was murdered. He was murdered. I just I would like to be clear. I've read everything on this on this. I don't want to say this case because there is no case. That's why we're having mm-hmm. a podcast, right? Um, and there needs to be a case. But I've read everything about the situation with Ty Sawyer, who again was murdered and the man young man who murdered him Patrick Downey they were both 20 years old and Lisa why don't you start by telling Ty's personality and who he was and you know anything you think the world you want the world to know about your son because we're going to get Ty justice so anything that you want people to know about him in general not that night we're going to get to that night but just okay. about who he was. Why don't you share your son, who was magnificent, and I'm sure all the ladies loved. And I love yes. the video of him saying, "You can't make me stop smiling." He was clearly mm-hmm. a very bright light in this world, and he still shines. So, why don't you tell the world about who your son was? Sure. So, Ty, um, he was just the kind of kid that he just loved to have a good time. Um, And I was very young when I had Ty. I was only 16 when I had him. So um, it was like we grew up together. So he wasn't just my oldest son. He was my best friend. Um, And we were super close. Like there wasn't anything that he did not tell me to the point where sometimes I was like, okay, you don't have to tell me that. (laughs) You're Um, like, that's enough. I get the point. I get the point. (laughs) Right. Um, But he was just an open book and he just loved life. He loved having a great time and he loved to laugh um, and he loved the ladies. So he just always wanted everyone that was around him to have a good time and he just lit up I know a lot of people say when someone passes on they're like they lit up the room but he literally would change the energy in a room when he walked in um even from the time when he was little and actually I was thinking about something last night um because like when I drive through my neighborhood I always like wave even if I don't know the people um but when he was little, I do too. <laughs> right, I'm just like, hey, how are you? Um, but you when, 
Do people sometimes. Look at you like you're crazy? Like sometimes people react. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes they're, like, they're crazy, like, lady, right? I don't yeah. know you. Um, <laughs> right, you really got a question to say for the world that like if you just try and right. react to people, people think you're crazy. But we'll get to that another um, time. <laughs> but I, I remember one time we were driving in the car and I want to say he was like probably four and we're at a light and he's waving to this man that's next to us. And I'm like, do you know him? Because I'm thinking you're four years old. Like, how do you know someone that I don't know? <laughs> um, and he was like, no, mommy. But when I see someone, I like to wave to them. And I don't feel like my day is complete until that person waves back to me. Um, yeah. And he, ju- he was just that kind of kid. Like from very early on, he just... You know, everyone loved him. He was super funny. um, And everyone just loved his energy. He just always made you feel great. Um, And he just, like, even after he passed, since we were so close, like, I knew the majority of his friends and, like, I knew the majority of their stories. Um, But even after he passed, I learned so much of, like, things that I would tell him, like, if he was dealing with something and like someone would come up to me and say, um, I just want to let you know that like I was dealing with this issue and Ty, you know, talked to me and spent this time with me and gave me this great advice. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he was really listening when I was telling him stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. And I do want to say something because you said, you know, I know when anybody passes, mm-hmm. everybody says they were amazing. I just want to mm-hmm. weigh in as not his mother, but a mother. Um, I've spoken to a lot of his friends and I've spoken to a lot of people who mm-hmm. were in attendance that ended the party yeah. and they all just say the same thing. So it's not that you're yeah. it really is yeah. who he was. <laughs> it really is who he was. So um, I just want to get ahead of the game and I, we've talked about this. Can you talk just about, you know, any, um, if, if he had right. any priors, cause you know, everyone's going to, everyone mm-hmm. jumps to, not that it matters. Cause again, I don't care. Who, the, obviously I don't, and I just right. want to clear this up for my followers that um and anybody that's listening i don't mm-hmm. care what his priors were no matter what they were he he was murdered at a party but i'm right. trying to get ahead of the game because you know whenever any black man's murdered the first thing they do is talk of about course, oh, yeah, of course this, 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 you know so sure i just want to get that out of the way so people can try even though my followers hopefully right he follows me who thinks like that but you know you never know there's always some right some haters just there to lurk and annoy you so just tell us a little bit oh or just tell us actually not a little bit just tell us everything about his past and any priors sure. he had. Just so we sure. Can get so he it. did, you know, he wasn't perfect. He did have some run-ins with the law, um, but nothing like violent or anything like that. I just always chalk it up to like you're making dumb mistakes, like cut it out. Um, so mm-hmm. he, when he yep. was in ninth grade, um, he he broke up with his girlfriend, and then when they were in. Uh, lunch at school she dumped her tray of food on him um and he was Ty was very much like a pretty boy and everything had to be perfect like his clothes and everything um so when that (laughs) happened he was upset so he um stood up and like took his shirt off because there was like sauce all over it and he threw a milk carton (laughs) and then he like punched like the dividing wall so like when you pay for your lunch and when Uh, lunch is over and they pull down that metal wall that closes he punched that wall and it put like a little dent into it um so um they have in delaware they have s sros in school so it's a police officer that's in school um so she actually 
arrested him and he was charged with, um, I want to say it was like disorderly conduct and then like some kind of damage to that wall where he, you know, we went to court, he um, got, it was his first offense, so he got like PBJ and we ended up paying. Um, I think it's probation what does that mean? before what does that mean? judgment. Oh, yeah. Um, for, okay, so, got it. Got it. Okay. But let's let's just clarify that one more time. Correct. Hit the wall, right. So he, he hit, hit the wall. Yeah, yeah he hit the wall. His fine for hitting that wall again. He, it didn't break anything. It was just a dent in the metal wall. Was twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Uh, So that happened. <laughs> they were like, we're going to milk him. He's going to pay for, right. for, for, for textbooks <laughs> right. for the whole grade next um, year. <laughs> so that happened. And then um, when he was 18, he, him and a group of friends, I want to say there were like four, four or five friends on Mischief Night. They um, went out. What's Mischief Night? Yeah. Like so the, um, night or... the night before Halloween, like in Delaware, a bunch of kids, like oh, okay. they go out and they like end up egging your house or like toilet paper and like you know they just do stuff to people um yeah right so him and his group of friends they decided to spray paint so they spray painted um a school and they were arrested for that and um that actually if you spray paint a school it was like a felony but um it was dropped down to a misdemeanor and then he had a fine for that which was eighteen hundred dollars um, and I'm sure no. they didn't know that that was a felony. Like I would never know that was a felony. Obviously, right? We all know you shouldn't spray paint, but let's be honest. And in in light of what's happening in our world today, uh, you know, spray painting something is really, you know, it, it, I mean, the fact that these little things are even, you know, such huge issues just show. I mean, that would a white. I mean, white boy. You know that that mm-hmm. rapist from Stanford. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I remember, remember the him. story. You yeah. Remember that kid, Brock Turner? Yeah, he's a rapist who happened to be on the swim team. And they referred to him as mm-hmm. being on the swim team and being a rapist. Oh, right. he's a rapist <laughs> who's on the swim team. He's not a right. he's not a swimmer who's a rapist. You're missing you're missing you're missing the you know, you're missing the main point here. He's a rapist and he was a white boy who got away with uh three weeks in uh, mm-hmm. sorry, I believe three months in jail and his father was mm-hmm. like He's so upset he can't even eat steak. I was like, what? Excuse me? Oh, uh, what? He's so upset he can't eat steak? Oh, poor baby. Like, oh, I mean, like, the epitome of white privilege. And, you know, a lot of times I think the children are the way they are because of how their parents baby Mm -hmm. them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, please. So it's interesting, actually. We'll get to this later. But it just triggered, you know, obviously my daughter is, you know, we've been talking. And I, you know, they've been reading up their Mm-hmm. 11 and almost 14 and you know we've been talking about Ty in the house and they hear me on the phone with mm-hmm. you and they hear me on the phone with his friends so of course they're like mom what's going on you know what who's Ty and you know so I told them and it's actually something we'll talk about later but it's just about how parents you know let their kids get away with murder right actually in this case literally mm-hmm. which we'll get to um and you know I kind of told them something and they said they they said something that I think you know, it's so relevant to what we're talking about with, you know, how Brock Turner's parents were like, he's so mm-hmm. upset, he can't eat I mean, you know, these kids are empowered by their parents and their parents literally get them with, let them get away with murder. And in this case, we're not exaggerating when we say right. parents let them get away with murder. So, and my daughter actually pointed something out, which is, you know, 
I know to be true, but it was just interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll appreciate it. But so no, those were his only no. Two? And then the there was one when okay, he was, I want to say he was 19, almost 20. Um, he was dating this girl and he broke up with her and she came to our house and um, she busted the windshield in his car. So, um, and he was upset. He actually went to our next door neighbor and before she busted the windshield, he went to the next door neighbor and asked or asked our next door neighbor. He was like, could you, um, call the police because she's not going to leave. Like he could feel it. She was a little, little crazy. So he could feel that something was going to happen. Um, so he asked the neighbor to call the police. The neighbor called the police and by the time the neighbor had called the police and the police got there, she had already busted the windshield out of his car and he was upset with that. So he, um, he actually threw a rock and busted her windshield. But then when the police got there, she um, told the police that he busted his own windshield and her windshield and that he had hit her and like all this stuff that didn't happen. Um, and the police believed her. And so he was arrested that night. Um, but we actually, so I uh, um, attained a lawyer for him and the lawyer was like this when he read everything, he was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why would he bust his own windshield? Right. right. I was going to say, why would he bust um, his own windshield? I was going to ask you about that. when you were Right. Yeah. Did so he was right? like, we're going to end up getting okay. this thrown out. Um, and so that was it. So um, those three um, incidents were the only run-ins that he had with the police. Okay, and whatever ended up happening with her claiming that he hit her? Did they prove it false? Did she admit she so lied? So she actually, so I called her, um, I want to say the newspaper was going to run a story about Ty, and the okay. um, reporter uh-huh. called me and said, you know, what is this about Ty hitting this girl? And I was like, he never hit her. She actually punched him in the face that night. Like it was a lie and he didn't bust his own windshield, but he did bust hers. And he told the police officer, he was like, sir, I did bust her windshield, but I didn't hit her. And she bust, she bust mine. (laughs) Um, so he always like took, um, he always took responsibility for his responsibility. Um, even though by the way, I love that, that he was like, right. officer, I did bust <laughs> right. her, yeah, but not mine. Like, I did it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, that. but I didn't do these other things. Um, so when the reporter called yeah. me and he told me, like, I'm going to put this in the story with Ty's mugshot and everything. Um, and this was right after he was killed. And I was just so upset. Like, you're. Yes. Wait, this was after yes. he was killed? They were trying to run her? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. He was killed. And they're mm-hmm. trying to run a story yes. about something he did. So they like because the killer. Because let's oh, and let's clarify this. Although mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's already caught, caught on. Mm-hmm. Ty was black, Correct. and the murderer was white. So I'm right. sure that was pretty fucking obvious <laughs> from the get-go from this story, or else he would have been if it was reversed. And Ty mm-hmm. had murdered the white man. Obviously, Ty right. would already be in jail since that night. So let's just right. establish that. Okay, so they, they yes. run this after so, um So I called oh her, God. and I was like, listen, you know he never hit you. Like, why can't you just talk to this reporter and tell him the truth? And um, she told me that she was going to, and then she was like, I'm afraid that they'll arrest me for filing a, a false for report. Yeah, so she never false did. Report. But so um, by the time we had we hadn't received a court date yet. 
um, before he was killed. So nothing ever happened with that case before he was killed. Well, you're going to have to give me home mm-hmm. numbers because I'm going to have to reach out. Yeah. She needs to be on my list. Mm-hmm. She needs to come clean with that one. She will not be charged. So, but mm-hmm. okay. So that was his history. So, um, and now, unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about the boy that murdered mm-hmm. your son. Um, and I would just like to emphasize mm-hmm. the word murder because the fact that he has not been arrested is beyond mm-hmm. infuriating. And as a mother, as a human, I give you so much credit for getting up every morning because it's such a huge like mm-hmm. miscarriage of justice that, you know, right now, obviously, the world right. is talking about all of this. Um, and you've mm-hmm. been done with it for five years. I mean, and listen, we know the whole black community right. has been done with it forever. You know, unfortunately, some people, I guess, unfortunately and fortunately, some people are just waking up. It's right. unfortunate it's so late, but it's better late than never. So mm-hmm. his name was Patrick Downey. He is a white boy. So can you tell us a little bit about what you know about Patrick? Yes. Yes. They grew up so, together, correct? And they were friends yeah, on and off? Kind yeah. Of? Like they like were, maybe, um, they were yeah. friendly and um, the town that um, they grew up in, you stay in school with the same people, like from elementary through high school. Um, so he lived in a neighborhood that was like less than a mile away from us. And when they were younger, um, probably a little bit before middle school, um, they had some mutual friends. So they would, you know, hang out from time to time. And um, they, you know, they were just friendly. Like Patrick never stayed the night at our house or anything. Ty did actually, Patrick had a party or something and um, Ty did stay the night there because I remember that I, I had like a big thing about like guns in the house and I knew that his mom was in, was a police officer. So I was like, I have to um, go meet her before you can stay the night there. Like you can't just sleep in these people's house and I have no idea who they are. Um, so I did. That's amazing. By the way, there's not many moms yeah. like that. I'm like that. And it always amazes me how many parents just are like, Oh yeah, like my like my daughters will be like, can so and so sleep over? I'm like, of course. If their parents yep. always have uh-huh. the host, I'm the same way in my house. So I'm one of those like I, I really don't like them sleeping out. Yes. I really prefer to have like 20 girls at my house. <laughs> so whenever they're like, can so and so sleep over? I'm like, I mean, if their parents will let them, and right. all, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, cool. Right. I'm like, they even know my name. Like, it's I, crazy. Uh, okay. Like if I mean, if my mm-hmm. kids and my parents were the same way, and of course, as a child, you don't understand. I remember literally saying to my mom, her when her her one saying to me, like, you can't sleep there until I mm-hmm. like meet the mom or talk to her. And I was like, <laughs> why? I mean, I was like eight or nine. I was like, why? She was like, I don't know what kind of mom she is. And when you're eight or nine, like when you grow up in a house of, you know, really, right. you know, incredible parents who are, you know, are, you mm-hmm. know, I hate the word normal because what's normal, but, you know, who are, you know, just protectors mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a safe space. You just assume, you know, it's a, it's a false sense right. of security because you don't know any better. You know, what you know is what's normal. So when you grow up in a house where parents are, you know, mm-hmm. they're not, they don't do drugs, they don't drink, they don't party, they don't have guns, right. they're not, you know, they're, <laughs> they're not a danger. They're just, you know, my, my mm-hmm. mom was a teacher, my dad was a lawyer. I mean, they were just normal. Right. And I know again, I hate the word normal, you know, they go to, they go right. to dinner with friends, they go to movies, like. I remember my mom being like, I don't know what right. my mom she is. And I was You're like, all the mom. same. My mom was like, do you, do you think 
right? Like yes. to me, they were all the same. And I remember my mom saying to me, do you think because she's a mom that she's automatically like, you know, like, you know, it's automatically a safe environment? What if she's divorced and she right. has a boyfriend who's a rapist or, you know, right. like a pedophile? And I was like, what? <laughs> like my parents were married and, you know, like my parents right. were in bed by 1030, you know, and all that mm-hmm. there was like no drinking no drugs like you know no problems, yeah. nothing you know so I was like what? she's like and now I'm that person like you know my kids grew up in Manhattan so I would actually ask people before they would like you know if I did you know if they were going there and by right. the way I had to know them it wasn't just like you know what I mean or I'd send my babysitter yeah. with them or whatever you know I'd ask I'd ask mm-hmm. what floor you live on because you know if right. on the 50th floor are there balconies when they're yeah. great? I mean, when they're, you know, like, are there balconies? Are there, you know, I, I always think of Eric Clapton. Yes, my yes. son fell out the window. He was like two and crawling. Mm-hmm. He made that song, Cheers in Heaven, which I love. But yeah. so, you and I could sidebar a million times. But <laughs> so, you know, I, I would ask, A, if what floor they lived on. And then if they lived high, you know, balcony. And then I would mm-hmm. ask if there are any guns in the house. And I would also ask if they have any dogs. And by uh-huh. the way, we're huge dog lovers. Like, we have we have tons right like to know what's going on in the house like you know whatever and but it's amazing to me how many people would literally let people sleep at my house and then I would wonder is it maybe because like they know like my Instagram so like maybe they kind of feel like they know me because like Mm -hmm. a lot of them knew my Instagram so like they'd be like oh I know the mom's value right I follow her or whatever but I so respect you especially being such a young mom for I give you kudos for even knowing that because so many moms don't I mean you were right. so young and you even knew to ask that. And, you know, so many parents don't. So clearly he was raised in a good home mm-hmm. with a mother who was paying attention and, you know, yeah. had good instincts. And Thank values. you. So I just want to thank again, you. Commend you on that, especially as a young right. girl mother. And you, that's incredible. Okay. So go on. So he slept at his mm-hmm. house. Once so I, you know, the went gun. there, I met her and then I said, okay, it's fine if you stay. So um, that was the only time that Ty had ever, you know, been to his house. Um, most, Yes. And that's the only time you ever met yes. her? You had met her? And just, mm-hmm. not that it matters, but I'm always curious. Did you get any, was there any gut reaction like she's a dud, she's, or, or she's great, or, oh, you know, anything? Oh, like, wow, she has great energy, or wow, she's kind of just there. And by the way, you could have gotten nothing. I mean, I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. If sometimes, you know, you meet somebody and you walk away being like, she was awesome. Like, yeah. Hey, she was a little weird or something. I mean, I just remember feeling really like, because I'm the kind of mom that's like, um, you know, like even how I grew up, like we tell each other, we love each other all the time. Like you never hang out the phone without saying yeah. I love you. And like, we're very like huggy, you know, kind of touchy feely people. Um, yep. And sometimes, like how yep. you said, you just expect all moms to be the same. I expect all people to be like that. So, like, when I walk in and I'm like, hey, how are totally. you? And she was just very, like, um, just, like, kind of cold. Um, like, not a lot of person, like, really could care less to interact with me. Was just very, like, uninterested. <laughs> and I totally, yes, I, I get it because I'm the same way mm-hmm. too. Like I'm high energy with the kids and mm-hmm. sometimes I've, you know, the kids have even said to me and I'm kind of mm-hmm. getting that from our conversations these past uh-huh. know, two, three weeks, whatever it's been, you're probably the kind of mom that like gives more yes. love to some kids than their own parents do. Like, you know, all the kids mm-hmm. that walk in my house, I hug and kiss them. You know, when, when they sleep over, I say, good night, love you. And I say, love you, uh-huh. Ava, love you, Zoe. Those are my daughters, you know? And then if they have friends over, I'm like, Love right. you, Danny, love you, Joe, love you, Jewel, you know, love you, right. love yeah. Ryan, you know what I mean? 
so, and I kiss them all and, you know, hug them mm-hmm. and, you know, make them feel safe. So it seems as though you're definitely the same way. And it, it seems like that mom was kind of, yeah, she was. And she was sick. very like, um, you know, obviously she had, since I was only 16, all of Ty's um, friends, parents were always like, you know, 15, 20 years older so than me. Older right. Probably. So, um, <laughs> So she just, I guess, since she had been in law enforcement for so long, she was just like kind of rough. Like, so it was just like, okay, well, I know nothing's going to happen here because she seems like she's got it under control. Like no one's going to break in. Like you guys are fine. That's, Um, yeah, that's actually funny you say that because um, mm -hmm, I I told you I called her um, Uh and talked to her about the incident last year and same thing, like just very yeah I, uh-huh. I mean I already ha- I'm not gonna say it now because we'll we'll talk about it later but I I, I did get a, a very quick impression that I came back <laughs> to and was like are you sure that was the right number and you know in the beginning in the beginning when I was talking to her right. I was like I feel like I might have the wrong number um because it was so odd and then um and then she said something that you know that owned that mm-hmm. she was who she, you know I thought she was um and yeah I I, I definitely got an impression in that four minute conversation that was like that was loud like her her lack of energy yeah. was loud I would mm-hmm. say you know what I mean like I definitely walked away with an opinion right. not just like yes. I'm not sure <laughs> I definitely walked away with a strong right. opinion about yes. what I felt about her you know um so okay mm-hmm. so they were friendly and like mm-hmm. his, his name is Patrick Downey right I know you don't like to say it because obviously who would want to say their son's murderer's name. His name's Patrick Downey. He was 20 years mm-hmm. old as well. Yes. As your son. He was, they were in the same school, yes. same grade, grew mm-hmm. up together, like you said. Um, and can you tell me anything you know about Patrick? Um, you know, I've done a ton of research, mm-hmm. so I can also speak on it. If you forget okay. anything, I'll try and add it in. Um, can you tell me what, you know, what the perception was of Patrick? If What other people, how, how you would describe him, or even if you feel more comfortable, how other people would describe him, other children you spoke sure. to, you know, after um, the incident. When I say the incident, let me yes. just clarify the murder of your son. No, it's okay. Sorry to be so blunt, but I just want to make sure people really get this. I don't want, I don't want to make it worse for you, but I just want people to, I want to make yes, sure people really no, get what it's I'm okay. Um, so I would say, <clears throat> so I never um, dealt with him personally, but like everything that I would hear, even, you know, when they were younger, um, was just that like he wasn't a nice kid he was like prone to trouble um he had some incidents when he was younger in um, grade school where he had like broken someone's wrist and um like on purpose yes he broke somebody's wrist in grade school on purpose so what i was told was that he i guess him and the kid were fighting um and the kid was on the ground and he stepped on his wrist until it broke on purpose like you know what you're doing it oh didn't happen God. like on accident you guys weren't like tangled up right, right. it wasn't like they were like fighting and like yeah oh oh my god I mean that I told you and I'm gonna say this because you know again I'm saying things because the people that are listening I always like to you know give them any you know whatever sparks mm-hmm. you know in my head I told you excuse me, I believe to watch, I, yes. I read a book called Defending Jacob and uh, they made it into like a 10 mm-hmm. part or an eight part miniseries. And this kid reminds me of yeah. Jacob. 
Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. I told you that. You had to watch it or read it. But, I mean, the fact that he uh, broke his wrist in nursery school, uh, I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. not nursery school, yeah. but elementary school, excuse me. Yeah, elementary school is so telling. Like, to be so yeah. young and so violent, that's, it's like ingrained in you and everything I've read about him that's mm-hmm. transpired since that day. It's just violence, 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 violence. I mean, if he was a black kid, forget it. He'd be, he'd be in jail, you know, key in, you know, throw away the key for life. I mean, the fact that he's gotten away with Mm -hmm. such a pattern of violence, it can only be, you know, attributed to the fact that his family is in law enforcement. So his mom is in, uh, what is she exactly? Um, She's. What is she is, is but the at the time, she was an undercover narcotics agent for the Pennsylvania Attorney General's office. Um, I don't know if that's the, you know, okay. it was five years ago. So I don't know if that's the role that she still holds. Um, and then his father mm-hmm. is I what I was told was a retired Philadelphia police officer. But I actually, with his father, like, I have never seen him. Um, he did not live in the house with them in Middletown. Um, so I actually don't really know who he is. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And really quick question. Um, and I'm sure. blanking. Give me one second. Uh, it just escaped me. Oh, why in Pennsylvania if they live in Delaware? Just to clarify. For um, well, I, answer, I think, I guess they were from Pennsylvania and then they moved to Delaware. I don't, I don't really know. But they did have connections. Yes, because, um, so the Philadelphia police, um, they're like union and the Newcastle County union, they're all the same union. So they're all connected. And Newcastle is the police department that was handling yes. the murder of your son. Okay. Just to clarify that Newcastle police, police, the Newcastle police department is who handled the yes. murder of your son, Ty Sawyer. Okay, so in in elementary school, mm-hmm. he broke and then, um, and then, um, and then he just there. had issues with, um, I think he had a lot of issues with drinking, and and I say that because when um, leading up to the incident, when he would call and harass Ty, like every time that he would call, Ty would say like he's drunk, like he only calls when he's drunk, like it gives him like liquid courage. Um, so I think he he yeah. had an had or has an issue with drinking, um, but he had some uh, run-ins with like um, his girlfriends, and um, even after Ty was killed, he still continued to get into fights, which blows my mind. Like number one, if you did this and you paid zero consequence for it, you you would think like a normal person right. would be like you know what, like, I should consider myself extremely lucky, and I need to, like, walk on the straight and narrow, but the fact that you continue to get in fights, to me, it just says, like, you could give two shits, like, you're going to do whatever you want to do, nothing's ever going to happen to you, so you're going to do whatever you want to do, like, it, well, let's just clarify, something is going to happen, because the world is, he's about to be exposed to the world, and he is, I, I honestly believe I've read mm-hmm. everything there is to read, and I've spoken to mm-hmm. so many people that knew both of them. Um, I believe he is a 1,000% mm-hmm. danger to society. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind after reading about everything that he's done. He even got in trouble last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Sure. He got yes. in a fight. Mm-hmm. You know that? 
Okay. Like last, as of even like right. eight months ago or whatever, you know, 10 months ago, he got in a fist fight in trouble. And right. Got, like, and so the n- Shore. now they're 20, and, like Ty you know, would be 26 in October. So now you're this much older and you're still doing the same thing. It's really infuriating. So let's talk about what transpired between Ty and Patrick. Oh, and, and just to clarify, when you say that he apparently got rough or violent with some, mm-hmm. you know, of his girlfriends, uh, I, I know what I read. Do you want me to kind sure. of elaborate on some things or do you want to elaborate on what it was? Uh, you can. It's up to you. Okay. So he was um, arrested for, or maybe not arrested. I, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. fact matter, as we know. <laughs> we don't want to be putting out fake news. So um, I can post in my stories later. I will look it up verbatim to make sure we get it right. But he, there was an incident with his girlfriend where they got in a fight and he was drunk. And by the way, he was mm-hmm. driving. So let's just clarify right there. He was drunk driving and that was clearly known. Um, and he, she got out of the car because they were fighting. And apparently, as you've heard, he was aggressive and violent when he was drunk. Um, and she got out of the car and he sped away and then he came back around and he like took her phone and smashed it, her iPhone. And he like grabbed her so hard. There were marks and she did go to the police department and she did file, um, you know, a, mm-hmm. whatever, a file a complaint or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and it is, you know, documented. So again, I don't know. He's definitely been arrested. Right. And I don't want to, again, give fake news. So I, I'm going to put it in my stories after we post about this. So let's just say this, mothers, right. you would not want him dating your daughter. And uh, you would definitely, you know, mothers of boys mm-hmm. not want your son hanging out with him. Um, it, there's a clear pattern of violence and anger and just danger. Uh, and I, as I said, if he came within 10 feet of my kids, it would be mm-hmm. like, it would not be pretty for him. Um, <laughs> like if I got word, he was, if I had a girl his age and, you know, and, or, you know, relatively his age, and I found out my daughter was dating Patrick Downey, I'd be like Patrick Downey from Middletown, Delaware, that has a pattern of, uh, like raging and beating people up and violence and actually murdering right. somebody and no so let's give a synopsis of kind of what led up to okay. the night and then we'll get to the night and what happened afterwards so why was patrick so aggressive towards Ty okay and so in going? january of 2015 um ty and another one of his friends um went to a party at an apartment that um patrick had off campus at the university of delaware he did. Did he go he to did. University of Delaware? Uh, <clears throat> okay. And by the way, I, I know this stuff. I'm just um, So they on. went yep. to the party, and at the party, um, some speakers were stolen. And he, I don't know why, but he assumed that Ty stole the speakers. Um, so Ty did not steal the speakers. Like, he would never do anything like that. And eventually, um, Patrick found out that Ty was not the one that stole the speakers. But he still continued to harass Ty because I think so as soon as the speakers were stolen and he was like, oh, Ty did it. He started like calling him and texting him, like kind of like bullying him. Like, you know, I know you stole the speakers and I'm going to whoop your ass, like stuff like that. Um, But Ty never responded because since Ty did have those, you know, run ins with the law in the past. 
um, and he was growing up, you know, he's 20 years old now. Um, he had just gotten a really good job and he was making really good money. And like I said, Ty was just focused on like having a great time and he was all about the ladies. So he was like, mom, I'm not even worried about this kid. Like I'm not getting in trouble. I'm not going to mess up like everything that I have going. Um, so he was like, I'm not worried about it. And then I think by him doing that, that Patrick thought, oh, he's afraid of me. So now it's like a game, like this is fun for me. Um, so even when he, and that's right. Can we just discuss yeah. how that is? But so, um, <laughs> even when he yeah. found out that Ty wasn't the one that stole the speakers, he continued to do it. Um, so for Ty's job, you know, it was a sales and marketing position. So he had to like um, memorize scripts and stuff like that. So he would be up late, like practicing his scripts. Like I could hear him like through the wall in his room, like, hi, I'm Ty Sawyer. And, you know, like running Aww. his scripts. Um, so he would be up late and then, you know, his drive to work was like 45 minutes to an hour. So he would have to wake up early, but all the time in the middle of the night, this kid would call him and like, just like harass him and try to get him to fight him and would call him like all kinds of N words and stuff. Um, yeah, a lot, he calls him the N -word. <laughs> a lot. Um, and, um, nice. He actually, so at the time, Ty's, um, on Ty's Instagram, he had posted a picture of um, he and I, and um, that kid, I don't remember if he commented something on it or if when he called Ty, he just said, like, um, yeah, I'll have your mom suck in my dick. Like, I remember him saying that, yeah, because Ty was <gasps> so upset, and I was like, first of all let's just be clear. Any guy that says stuff like that, it's because they have a little dick and that's why they have to act like that. Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> so I love you. Right. You're so my kind so, of So um, yeah. I was like, you know, like, don't, don't even get caught up in that. Like, and he was like, mom, I'm just gonna, I don't want you to be upset that I'm going to delete the picture of us, but I'm just going to delete it because I don't want him to keep saying, you know, to keep talking about my mom. And I was like, it's cool. Just delete it. So <clears throat> And did he say anything about your he daughter? He did. Well, so he, sister? so um, at the time the twins were like, a, yeah, a little over one. Like one, right? Um, and he said something like that he would end up fucking one of his sisters or something. Like they're babies. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I, that I did not know. I know he called him. I know he called your girls mm -hmm. one year old. It doesn't matter how mm -hmm. old, whatever. The N word. Um, I don't care how old you are. If they're one or 90, you just, that, like, literally, mm -hmm. I grew up in, like, a loose house, you know, like, in a loose house, when I say, like, just with the love mm -hmm. and the, like, affection and the openness, definitely not loose house in terms of rules. It kind of sounds very similar to how you raise mm -hmm. high and it's how I'm raising my girls. Like, you know, like, I could curse right. and, you know, not that they liked it, but they're like, oh, Allison, come on, watch your mouth. But the, like, I was taught at a young age, like, the literally the one word I've never said and I mm -hmm. say it all is the N-word. Like, I, it, I was, like, mm -hmm. thought it was, like, you know, and it is, but yeah. I, I was just, like, whoa, wow, wow, I must be, like, the worst word ever, like, I never, you know, heard my dad freak out on somebody, you know, as, as he did at mm -hmm. once when somebody used it at the dinner table, not, you know, our family, we were out to dinner with a bunch of families, and my dad, like, went, like, ballistic, I think I was, like, 10, and, and you know, he explained to me on the ride home, and whatever, so I don't care the age, but, like, how right. do you say that about a child, like, uh, that's so again it's not okay at any age but like how do you right. even think 
to say those kind of things about the one year old. Right. And he was like, your, your sisters are going to be whores and I'll end up fucking one of them. Yeah. And I'm like, they're oh, ba- number one. Who looks at a baby and it's like, oh, you're going to be a whore? Like, okay, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my God. um, but oh even my with God. all of that, like Ty was still like, you know, I'm sure he was just like, dude, like, fuck you, whatever. Like he never like, you know, got, yeah. let him get so worked up that it made him do anything. Um, that's amazing. I give him a lot of Yeah, and I'll say this like for the N-word. Like, when Ty was little, he was, like, five years old. So if he was five, I was 21. Um, and we were – we lived in an apartment, and he was out front playing, and he came inside. And I still – like, it was so traumatic to me that to this day, I still remember it. Like, I can picture everything. So I – yeah. Yeah, like what you were so wearing, I was, where you were standing, yes. like what he was wearing. Yeah, so I was in, in the kitchen mind, washing okay. dishes, and when he came in the house, like he would have to come up behind me, and he was just standing behind me, and he was like, "Mommy, um, am I?" And then he said the N word, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, I was oh outside playing," and this little girl asked me, "Why am I so tan?" Because it was like October. And um, he was like, I told her that I'm always tan because my daddy's black. And she was like, oh, you're a N-word. And he was like, am I? And like, just for him to be so little and so innocent and have no idea what it meant. um, It just like, it broke my heart. And like, so even like when he was older, you know, like if his friends, like if they referred to each other like that, I would be like, guys, like, don't. Don't do that. Of course. Um, but so I always like anytime that someone would say that, I like it would make me so angry. Like yes. Your, like your hair stand up. Yes. And like your and your arms like chill. Like I, yeah. And I some people are just imagine. like so free with it, like no big deal. And I'm just like, what is wrong? Like you guys have what is wrong with you? Um. Yeah, people are so cavalier with that word, and it's so funny. Like mm-hmm. we're a big hip hop rap house, and like like my kids since they were little, like they sing every uh-huh. inappropriate song. Like <laughs> I literally have a video of like my three year old singing like like Nas or Tupac or Biggie or Jay Z, and mm-hmm. like literally like she has no idea what she's saying, and like she's like saying like you know curse words. But what's interesting is we can all mm-hmm. be screaming at the top of our lungs like a Biggie or Jay Z song. And the minute, like, the right. comes, yeah. there's dead silence in our car. It's like, <laughs> right. and the world! And then we're, like, silent. Right. And like, yeah! Like, it's, like, literally, like, we are, like, at, like, on a volume uh-huh. level of, like, 3,000. And then it's radio silent for, like, right. you know, like, three seconds. And then, like, we all start screaming again. So it does always, even, like, kids are so, you know, they were, I mean, yes. it's, it's what they're taught. And it's what yes. ingrained in them. Um, you know, they'll come in and show me TikToks of their friends singing and they're like, mom, mm-hmm. they didn't stop at the N-word. Like, right. no, they say the N-word. And I'm always like, oh my God, like I'm horrified. I'm like, right. oh my God, like, right. your mom and let them know. Like, 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 oh, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you know, like it, yes. it's just horrifying. And, you know, certain things mm-hmm. stay with you, like you said, and I'll never forget my best friend from childhood and obviously um, you know, you, you, you tend to, for the most part, find mm-hmm. people like you, you know, that have your, well, I, I, when I say like you, obviously there's something wrong with, right. you know, having friends that are different, but right. like you in terms yeah. of values is what I mean. And in terms of, you know, morals and 
all that. And I'll never forget when Ava, who is now going to be 14, was three. She was having a play date with a, another little girl, you know, that we knew, you know, just in Manhattan. And I, um, our apartment had more than one floor. So I went upstairs to get them a snack. And my best friend mm-hmm. stayed in the basement with them, just like hanging out. And she came upstairs and she was like, um, they can never play again. And I was like, why? She seems like such a nice girl. What's wrong? She goes, she just told Ava that she didn't want that baby because it was a black baby. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like horrified. I'm like, we talked about it to this day. She's like, do you remember that little girl that was over <laughs> when I was there and told Ava she didn't want that baby because it was a black baby? And Ava was like, so right. what? Who cares? And she was like, I don't like black babies. Ava was like, why? Yeah. She was so confused. And Ava was like, okay, so right. I'll take the black baby. <laughs> right. baby. Like, like, what's the twist? Like, right. like, okay, you weirdo. And I'll never forget my best friend, Emily, from second grade, came upstairs and was like, um, that little girl just told her she I didn't want to play with that baby because it was a black baby. And I was like, right. I, I was like, what? Like, I, it's so like, for people that, you know, are, are not raised like that, it's, so horrifying and 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 even we're not mm-hmm. i'm not stupid obviously i grew up in a house and dad you know was a civil rights activist and a lawyer and he always talked about white privilege and you know racism so i was uh, very acutely aware of how the world worked yeah it still blows your mind you're still like right what like like and, and, I'm, and like i said i'm not i wasn't i i did not grow up in a bubble because of my dad's you know what he mm-hmm. did for work and I'm still like blown away to this day when I see these things. So, so do you think he, do you think that he uh, accused time because of he was black? Um, no? I, I don't think it was because he was, I'm not trying yeah, to make up no. stories. I'm just asking. I opinions. don't think like, uh, it was because he was black. Um, I just think it was because he was jealous of Ty because I think that because Ty had so many friends, like so many friends. Um, like not just from Middletown, like normally the kids that grow up in Middletown, like they just know the kids from Middletown, but Ty could go anywhere and he had friends. So I think just like, number one, not to be biased, but he was super handsome. He, he was an, (laughs) thank you. He was an athlete. (laughs) Um, He was funny. Like just everyone liked him and liked to be around him. And I think he was like, just jealous of him. Um, Yep. And I think that since he thought that Ty was like a smaller guy, he intimidated him. And I think that that like, you know, I think it's just like a bully mentality. Like yeah. it just made him feel good to bully him. Well, yeah. I mean, and listen, I am like, I hate in the tabloids when they're like, you know, when they like show a couple and they're like, look at them. They're standing the wrong way. They're breaking up. Like it can right. just be a weird moment. You know what I mean? Like, but I will say this, and I hate to, you know, there there are times we could all look like, you know, we could take a picture where you could say, and we look drunk, we right. look tired, we look old, we look sick, we look, you know, my husband and I could definitely take a picture where it's like, oh, look at their body language, right? Like <laughs> you know, like they go with celebrities all the time. He, she's facing left, he's facing right. I mean, maybe right. they're talking. I don't know, you know. But I will say this, and I hate to make you know assumptions mm-hmm. off of pictures, but Patrick's mm-hmm. picture, he actually looks yeah. like a sociopath. And of course, I'm sure there are plenty mm-hmm. of pictures he doesn't. But that one, the minute I looked at him, yeah. I got chills. I was like, oh, 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 oh my God. Like, even my kids, I showed them. I go, do you guys know this guy? And like, like I, they didn't even know the story yet. I just wanted to see, like, if it was me because I knew all this in the back of my head. So if it was, like, literally, like, 
you know, if it was like, right. changing my opinion or like, you know, like I literally showed my girls a picture of him before, obviously like weeks before we, they started mm-hmm. like knowing what was going on. And I was like, do you guys know this guy? And they both like, Ooh, right. no, he looks scary. So I knew it wasn't just like, you know, just right. my own bias, you know, unconscious bias. Okay. So that happened. And you would call your house in the middle of the night. You would harass him. He would yeah. call me N word. He would, you know, try and fight him. He would insult you. He would insult your daughter. He would make sexual statements about you and your one-year-old daughters and racist comments. And also, you didn't mention the night of the Melbourne Right. Incident. So he um, came to our house in the middle of the night, and he um, busted the mailbox up with a baseball bat. And then after he did it, he um, called Ty and said, yeah, I'm the one that busted your mailbox up. Like, what are you going to do about it? And... So immediately I'm like, um, I'm calling the cops. And Ty was like, mom, yeah. you know, his parents are cops. Like, it's not going to do anything. Like, just let it go. So, um, and I did. And I wish that I like looking back, you know, I'm like, I wish I would have not listened to him and I would have called the cops. Not that it would have even done anything, but just so I had a record. So right. On record. Right. Um, yeah. But I didn't. We just, you know, replaced the mailbox and that was it. We just moved on from it. Um, but that yeah. as well, uh-huh. like, to me, like, if kids and, you know, they were 20 years old, but if you still live with your parents, you're still a kid. So, right. A hundred percent. By the way, 20, right. you're an adult, but you're a kid. Like, it can go either way. Like, you're still not fully an adult, but you're not entirely a kid. You're in that middle. Zone, right. You know what I mean? So, you know, like when you're that age and you live with your parents and you're having like an issue with another kid, like, okay, it usually stays between the two of you, but who in their right mind thinks like, oh, I'm going to go to this house and like damage their property. And you're not concerned with what the repercussions from that are going to be. I'm like, that blows my mind. Like that's not Ty's mailbox. That's his parents' mailbox. And you didn't care. You were like, nope, I'm going to bust it up and nothing's going to happen to me. I mean, like, literally, like you said, like, I'm 43 years old. I actually <laughs> turned 44, but I'm 44 years old. And to this day, I still, my, you know, my dad passed away. So, but I, I, I have, I still had an inherent fear of my parents. Like, to this day, like, my mom. Right. Me <laughs> right. I'm 44. And by the way, they can say, like, any parent can say, well, I can't mm-hmm. do anything. They're a grown up. Right. Yeah, you can. First of all, we respect you. And if you have a good, oh, hello, sweetheart. Sophia she's like can you can you put on Roblox simulator (laughs) oh Oh, sorry baby simulator (laughs) oh so sweet yeah their six will be seven in September Mm -hmm. uh September 3rd September what oh okay my daughter my older one's gonna be 14 and 20 so um so, you know, even mm-hmm. though I'm 44, my mom still has a hold on me and a hold on right. my ear and my heart and my moral compass. And, you know, and, you know, my mm-hmm. dad passed away three months ago from Corona and, and, and right. I was still scared of him too. Like, no, I don't want to disappoint your parents. You don't want them. And, you know, there were ways that my mom and dad could still strong, you know, like, you know, basically make me do something and I'm 44 I'm married with children like my mom used to be like if you don't mm-hmm. like I, for example this is so stupid but it really it, it's telling and I again I say these things for people listening because it always gives you ideas of how to you know handle mm-hmm. yourself in certain situations one of my cousins and I got in a fight <laughs> on Facebook 
like in a post like about Joe Pa. Remember you? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. From Penn State. Remember the quote that was mm-hmm. covering up for Sandusky and knew yes. all these kids were being raped. My my cousins went to Pat UPenn and I mean not uh-huh. UPenn. I'm sorry, Penn State, and we're, you know, of course they're like die hard. You know, like you know yes. Joe Pa was like God and. When that came out, I was obviously as a mother and no less a human and mm-hmm. a mother of girls horrified. She's a mother. And we had gotten to this huge fight on a Facebook post mm-hmm. about Joe Pa. And my it was how it was like what? Yeah. Ten years ago? I don't remember. Uh, uh-huh. who knows, ten years ago. So I was 34, 35. <laughs> my mom called me and was like, if you make first of all, she's like, take it to the phone. Like there's the whole like everybody's right. watching your fight on Facebook. With your, mm-hmm. with my brother's daughter, mm-hmm. my brother's son, she's like, second of all, if you, and I'm like one of those, like, you know how you said, like the girl, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, threw something at Sawyer, at Ty, right. so he threw something back, or she broke his windshield, she, he, she broke his windshield, so he broke his, whatever, like, I'm the same way, like, yes. I can't help it either, so like, I couldn't, my mom goes, if you don't <laughs> control yourself, and you make one more comment, I will never babysit you again, and I rely on my, my right. when I travel. So like they yes. can't have a hold on you. Like like right. <laughs> right. Like I need to feel like if I'm going on vacation and leaving my kids, which I really don't, you know, like to do, we take them, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Once in a while my husband and I, you know, would go away mm-hmm. for a long weekend or something without them and yeah. I wanted them with my parents, you know. <laughs> She'd be like, I won't You're like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay, right. I gotta stop this Facebook fight. I need to go I, right. I need, I'm going to Jack's back. Like I'm going to New Orleans. <laughs> you know there is you know even though no matter what age you are like if you are I believe a decent moral human being like your parents still have some kind of not control over you right. but an influence like you know their, their voice in your ear like you want to right. please them you don't want them to think you're a piece of garbage or mm-hmm. you know anything like that so I don't care his age and by the way the fact and you know it's interesting you said that Ty said his parents are police who like you're calling right. the police on the police and that's become a very big conversation as of late with George Floyd. And interestingly enough, you know, I told you my daughters are very mm-hmm. aware of the state of the world and the work, especially from my father and the work I do. And they said to me, like when we mm-hmm. watched the George Floyd thing, which again, like, I don't know, I can't, that could be a whole other obviously mm-hmm. conversation, but they said to me like, what mom, what should we have done? Like they were the police. Right. Really, you called the police. I was like, Honestly, I call the police again. Right. You need to send different cops. Like, you have basically what you're doing. Like the cop you have have the cop you have here is basically a criminal. Like I you need like I want to call mm-hmm. the cops on this cop. Like I was like I don't know. Right. You just got to do something. I was like I couldn't just stand there and watch mm-hmm. that happen. If I was there, I, I would call. I don't know. I'd call nine one one again. I, I I don't know. I'd scream. I, right. I would probably jump in. Like I actually remember one of my ex boyfriends always told me that he thought I was going to die helping somebody because like mm-hmm. we were on the LAE once and and I was like pull over pull over like somebody was like it looked like it was like a like a marital fight like you know like a husband mm-hmm. and wife were fighting on the side of the road and I just wanted to make sure she was okay because he, yeah. he was being a little rough and he was like are you fucking crazy like you can't get involved in that shit like and he was like you're gonna die helping somebody so like I I might and I'd rather right. die that way yeah than other way. you know what I mean like if I was standing there with George Floyd like I would have definitely jumped in you know mm-hmm. and been like get off him but again right my white privilege and I am strongly aware of that you know probably they wouldn't have done much to me although if it was a black right. person they would have so right it's like who do you call yeah. when it's the cops it's like and that's also I think you know I was involved in the native yeah. execution in Alabama 
that was a huge conversation of there was so much mm-hmm. corruption in that. And, you know, the whole town of Ensley where the, you know, the four cops mm-hmm. were shot. Um, it was the Ensley was being terrorized by the cops because they were a low income community and they were a poor community and they were a black community. And these white cops took advantage of these women. They raped them. They, you know, pro- they would, you know, pimp them out, give them drugs, you know, and then they would, Bait, you know the drug dealers you know give me you know 50 mm-hmm. percent, and i want to rest yeah I mean, it was it was a shit show but again they were like right call when it's the police so that's a whole nother issue but no so it's let's, okay. let's the night. i'm sorry and we could side but right these are all important topics <laughs> you know, know while we're on that <laughs> let's get to the night of april 25th so leading up to that patrick downey had absolutely baited your son and bullied him and harassed him and enticed tried mm-hmm. to antagonize him yes to fight him yes he wanted to fight him and by the way, like, what is that? Like, I'm a girl, so maybe right. it's a guy thing. Like, I want to fight you? Like, what What kind of mentality I don't is know. Like, and I know, like, like you know, like, guys growing up, like, they just, it's, I don't know, it's like a manly thing. Like, they all get into fist fights and stuff, you know? Um, but to be that old and still have that, like, you're out of high school, you're in college, like, you have, like, yeah, yeah like, just, like, Ty's it? main focus was always the ladies like that was it um so I don't know it was just ridiculous um but so that day um it was a Saturday the 25th was a Saturday so Ty worked on Saturday so um he went to work and when he came home I talked to him on the phone and I was like you know what are you doing um and he was like, I think I'm, I was like, what are you going to do tonight? And he was like, I think I'm going to go to this. Um, Where was he living? Yeah. So we lived in Middletown. Um, so yep. he was going to go with, go to this party. So he, so where he worked was in Pennsylvania. So when I talked to him on the phone, we worked for the same company. So when he would get off of work, he would always call me and tell sure. me like, how many appointments he set for the day or, you know, like whatever. Um, so he called Aww. me to tell me all of that. Like he didn't send any appointments that day. And he was like, but you know, like I got some um, callbacks and like, you know, it was still a good day. So right. everything will be fine. Um, so yeah. I was like, all right, well, what are you going to do? And he was like, well, I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm either going to go to this party. Um, I'm not really sure, but I think I'm going to go to this party. So I was like, all right. And, um, he, I, I was like, I would always say like, well, you could watch movies with me. And he would always be like, ma, I'm going to go where the girls are. And I would be like, okay, do your right. thing. Um, so he was like, but um, let's go to breakfast in the morning because he loved this little diner that was in town. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll oh. do that. We'll go to breakfast. Um, and that was the last time that I talked to him. And so he went to the party. But where, where did he go? I'm sorry. Like where, so he, cause he lived with you and he, there was obviously a, a, a time lapse between, yeah. I'm assuming I sh- shouldn't have between work mm-hmm. and uh, the party. So did he go to a party? No, he was at home, but I wasn't him? at home. Um, yeah. So, so he went home, you know, like showered, changed everything. Um, I wasn't home. You yeah. weren't home. Um, so, okay. and then him and two of his friends, um, Josh and Clay, they met all over Josh's house. So where we live, so from our house to Josh's house to where the party was, 
it's all like very close. Like you make it to all those places within 10 minutes. Um, so Ty drove to Josh's house, parked his car there. And then Ty, Josh and Clay um, went to this party in the next neighborhood. So they went to the party. It was a house party. Um, this kid's parents were away for the weekend. So they were in, Ty was inside. He was downstairs in the basement of the party playing beer pong. Um, and he always thought that he was a rapper. So he was like down there rapping and stuff, <laughs> just having a good time. Um, yeah. And then when Patrick heard that he was at this party because the kid that threw the party, um, he was mutual friends with Ty and Patrick. So when he heard that Ty was at the party, he was like, I'm going to the party. Wait, now did this kid whose house it was at, did he go out of his way to call Patrick and say, hey, no. guys, here if you want to I think him? it was more like um, people were like posting stuff on Twitter or on their Instagram. So um, I think maybe Patrick had friends that were there that told him like, yo, Ty's here. Um, but I. Oh, or, or even, right. Right. Media, there could be a picture or a video. And he's like, oh, I yes. back yeah. Up yeah. Or whatever it was. Um, Got it. So okay. he showed up at the party. And then, like, this whole incident, it, it just blows my mind as well. Like, so he comes to the party. He knows that Ty's downstairs playing beer pong. He goes downstairs to play beer pong with him. So Ty just assumes, like, oh, like, is everything cool now like you want to come play beer pong they don't speak at all they just are playing beer pong no they don't speak and then he so he doesn't say a word then he goes back upstairs and when he and by the way ty seems like that seems like from what i've heard from you Mm -hmm. and other people that that would make sense for ty right he just didn't want the drama of it so he would just be like right exactly he was like all right if this is what we're doing this is cool Yes. Maybe we're squashing it. Like, this is cool. Right. This works for me. I don't need drama. Like, I don't want it. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what it sounds like from what I've so other um, So then when Patrick went upstairs, he tweeted um, the funny thing about Middletown N-words is they say, I'll see you when I see you. But then when you see them, um, nothing happens. Right. Yeah. They don't do anything. Yeah. I I, I have it. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, we have to cover it. So. Yeah. I have it. <laughs> right. In my folder. Um, so once he um, tweeted that and then people were like, yo, Ty, like he, he just came down here to play beer pong with you. And now he's like upstairs tweeting this stuff about yeah. you. So Ty knew that he had said that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess once it yeah. got back upstairs to Patrick, like, yo, Ty knows that you just tweeted about him. He went back downstairs and like got in Ty's face and was like, you know, just trying to get him to fight. Um, so I guess he thought, and, and he, he was, was drunk. And he was yes. Drunk. So, and we know that he has a pattern of violence, correct. especially when he's um, drunk. So I guess he thought by yeah. him posting that, that that was going to piss Ty off to the point where Ty was going to say, you know what, like, let's fight. But it didn't. He was just like, I'm not like, I'm just going to let that roll off my back. Like I'm having a good time, whatever. Um, yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah and he was bro. like, like um, and like, he just came down here. Like, what a weirdo. Like, okay, you could have said something yeah. to me. That, <laughs> yeah, like, so it's weird. So um, like, that is so weird. Like, you act like all's cool. And then you go upstairs. And, like, he sounds 
I mean, he sounds a lot of things, but one of them that I've never really thought about before is he also sounds um, almost yeah. like he's bipolar or schizophrenic. Like, y- you don't say a word to me, you make it like we're all good, and then all it's of a sudden... It's very weird. It's, okay, let's not go. Um, but so then, yeah. Yeah. when he came downstairs and he was, like, in Ty's face and everything, um, it just escalated, and then finally Ty was like, all right, you know what? You want to fight? Come on, I'll fight you, and then just leave me alone. Like, I'm done with this shit. Like, just let's do it get it over with and I'm done so um they agreed to fight and so he really did it more and again I'm not Mm -hmm. I know these answers but I want everybody to know these answers he really was just yes trying to end it he was just like dude like let's like let's and it's you know from what I've heard from you know, witnesses at the party, uh, you know, they, that right. I really did not want to fight. And yes. he really tried to avoid it, but it got to the point where I was just like, you know what, dude, let's just end this shit right now. And like, like you want to fucking fight? Right. Fine. And then, you know, let's go our separate yes. ways and just end this shit. Like it was more like, right. like I don't anymore. It's kind of like, right. like when my kids beg me for ice cream for three right. hours. You're like, just fine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, like. It's just because it'll fucking right. end it, not because I want to. It's like I'm in the middle of something, and my kids ask me 85 times, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Fine. Right. Let's just go to get ice cream. And it's like, I'm not doing it because I want to. I'm doing it to shut them right. the fuck up. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it exhausting after a while. You're like, I'm so <laughs> sick of telling you no, and you're not listening. Like, just right. stop. Like, and that's exactly what it sounds like with Ty, that he was just more like, oh, my God, dude. Yes. Like, that's the fuck off. Right. That's exactly home. what it was. Um. Yeah, it reminds me, it literally, the story everybody told me reminded me of me with my kids when they asked me something over yes. and over and over and over and over and I'm like, even if it's something stupid, like ordering like a bathing right. suit online that they want. I'm like, oh my God, order the fucking bathing suit. Oh my God, like you don't want to hear about it again. So that's really where Ty was at. He was not wanting to fight. Yeah, so he didn't want to fight. Here, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, We're having an issue with a, a video game. God forbid. Oh, there right. you go. I, I do feel it again. You. I've been there. I've been there. Um, I know. Oh, my little voice is so cute. You can't play that on the computer. Okay. Here. I know. <laughs> He's so cute. A little voice is hard to get me um, Give me one second. Let me just give <laughs> this to her. Um, yeah, no worries. But so. Of yeah, so the. Uh, I will make sure no one touches. Yeah. Nobody will touch it, <laughs> Sophia, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. No. So cute. I love that age. Um, yeah, and with having twin girls, it's like, it's always like, don't oh let God. her touch my stuff. I'm going to the bathroom. Don't let her touch oh, my stuff. My, I told you. <laughs> I told you my mom yeah. has an identical twin sister. So yeah, I am. And a lot of Ava, you know, we have a lot of friends with twins. So I, I hear you. Um, I, I get but it. But <laughs> so, and so he, yes. he agreed reluctantly. It was just more of like a Correct. leave me alone fine. Um, and even yeah. in that moment, um, you know, they were inside of the house. So Ty said, all right, well, I'm not going to um, mess up his house. So let's go outside. Yeah. So like, Aww, right. Like he would so never cool. want anyone to damage his stuff. So he's like, I know I'm not going to do this to, you know, this is his parents' house. Like, let's go outside. Right. Parents' house. Um, so they went outside um, and they fought. And like I said, Ty was a lot smaller than him. Um, 
so Ty was How like was Ty? five eight, and I want to say probably like one forty, one forty five max. Like right, a, a exactly. Right. Um, so, and he had wrestled his whole life, so he was always, you know, like a smaller guy, very like lean. Um, and then this kid yep. was. He was over six foot, and I want to say he weighed like 180, somewhere around there. Um, so okay. they go outside, they start fighting. So, and at the party, everyone, once they hear like, okay, they're going to fight, like they all go outside to watch the fight. And this also bothers me, like the mentality of some kids nowadays, like they yeah. go outside to watch the fight. Some of them videotape the fight, but no one is like... Ty had one friend that was there that was like, you know, like, you don't have to do this. And, um, but everyone else was kind of like, yeah, do that. You know, like, let's go watch this fight. Right. Go, go fight. Like, it it seems like it, it, like, it kind of reminded me of like, you know, it's like, it's giving me flashbacks to like watching Rocky and like people cheering on a fight. Like, this is real life. This isn't like a sporting event. Like. Why would you, you know, mm-hmm. it's like at football, like they love, or hockey, they love, it's like hockey. They mm-hmm. love when the guys get in fights, on, you know, the players. Like, why would anybody ever right. encourage that? Like, this is like, uh, yeah, that bothers me mm-hmm. that fight mentality of like, this is cool, this is fun. Like, ooh, you get him. Ooh, look at that. Right. Like, it's yeah, it's just like weird. But <sighs> so they go yeah, out there, they start fighting. But like I said, so since I had wrestled and he's so much smaller, the fir- if he's, you know, confronted with this bigger person the first thing he's going to do is go after his legs and and take him down because that's what he knows um yeah so that's what he he did and because he didn't really want to fight you know like i'm to fight someone like you have to be super angry you know to want to like punch someone right and he wasn't right so he you know shot for the kid's legs took him down and just pretty much maneuvered over top of him to keep him on the ground the whole time um, and wrestling is like, by the way, right. that's pretty fucking smart. Just like, I got you, you're down, let's right. go, this is over, have a good night. Right. Shake and hands, because, bye. um, like wrestling is exhausting. So I think his, in his mind, he was yeah. like, you know what, I'm just going to, um, wear him out and then it'll be over with. And then we can go yep. back to playing beer pong and having yeah. a good time. Right. Yes. And, and hanging out so, with the girls. So <laughs> um, I guess for the kids that were watching the fight, like it was boring because this kid's just laying on the ground and Ty's just keeping him there. So the kids at the party broke yep. it up, stood them back up to fight, to like box at each other. Um, and then once that happened, right. um, you know, they both threw some punches and then Patrick like um, scooped Ty up and like slammed him to the ground. And when he did that, um, Ty was unconscious. And um, then when that happened, he still, like, you know, got on top of him and, like, hit him a few more times. And then once Ty's friends realized that he was unconscious, they, like, you know, pulled Patrick off of him. And Ty's friend Josh was, like, holding Ty's head, like, trying to, like, slap his face, like, wake up, wake up. And when he was yeah. doing that, Patrick came through and kicked him in the head. Um, so, and then, you know, at that point, like Ty's breathing became labored and, um, his friends were like, we have to call 911. And as soon as they said that, like, they were like, he's not breathing. 
um, we have to call 911. And as soon as they said that, Patrick was like, I'm out of here and left. So just like to break it down, like just the numerous issues with this, but okay, kid, you're already on probation because you just, um, you know, hit your girlfriend two weeks before. Yeah, that was like two, two weeks, weeks before, before, right? Two or three um, weeks before. And you're yeah. drinking. You just got into a fight and now you're driving home because this person is injured in such a way that um, paramedics need to be called. So even if you get into a car accident and you leave the accident, you can get arrested for that. So it, of course, right. Where do so you it like, blows my mind that just the fact that he's like, oh, what? He's not breathing. Like, I'm out of here. And you're on probation and you're right. drinking. Like, all of those things and still absolutely not. Yes. And he was, he was driving, driving, correct? Um, and that was one of my first questions to you. Like, what did what did Patrick do when he realized that mm-hmm. Ty was really badly hurt? Like, like I, I mean, the, that is leaving the right. crime, the scene of a crime. Yeah, it's Like, right. that in itself is a crime. There's, there's so many crimes in this one crime. But like most importantly, yeah, there's a it's murder. Like, there's a it's dead crazy child. to me. Um, so he so leaves. Okay, go on. Um, now the kids at the party, since a lot of them were underage and they were drinking and like you know doing some drugs and stuff. Um, yeah. They. Yep. <coughs> and when you say drugs, I just want to clarify: Are we talking like? Uh, like cocaine or we're talking like Molly. Right. Like, so like marijuana. Yeah. Like party drugs, like know? Molly, marijuana, and then drinking. No, like nothing hardcore. This is, this is, there's no like cocaine or like, right. I don't even know. Like, I, right. I don't even, like right. crack. I, I don't right. know. Heroin. I don't no. know. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm never the so, um, okay. so they were nervous to <laughs> dial 911, I guess, because they were under the influence. So they yeah. actually, from the time that the fight ended and Ty was unconscious, they waited um, eight minutes, yeah, eight to minutes, call nine one one. Which eight minutes doesn't seem like a long time, but like if we sat in here in silence for eight oh. minutes, it's a long time when someone's struggling to breathe. You know, it is a long time. Um, of course, are you kidding? I mean, people, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And by the way, that also amazes me. On a side note, for anybody listening, like if you're ever in this situation. Fuck that you're under right. Save a fucking life. Like, I can promise you as a mother, if my kid was drinking, mm-hmm. you know, underage at a party and someone could die because they were scared to call, I would, right. I would commend them. And, 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 mm-hmm. you know, they save a life. Like, you, like, really, you might get in trouble for right. like a day for drinking. If anything, I mean, come on, it's it, it, Trump, you know, you saving a life and being the person that steps up and calls the police like parents you should mm-hmm. tell your kids that also while we're on this topic that if they're ever at a party you know and it's underage and something happens and someone's life is you know in danger it's okay like you won't be mad at them like I think that's important yeah parents absolutely. Tell their kids that. like just like parents tell their kids like just like parents tell their kids my parents used to always tell me if you ever you know if there's ever an incident where like you're with a friend and they're drinking you know if they're driving and they are drinking and you don't feel comfortable or if you, you know, anything like there'll be no questions asked. You won't be in trouble. Just make the right decision. Like, like parents need to let their kids know, you know, cause we always tell our kids like, are you there? Hello? Lisa? 